positive mental training, change of vocabulary. We want to change the things that we see. Change what you hear. When you change your mindset, everything changes. Welcome to Mindset for Student Athletes with Coach Joe. I am your host, Coach Joe. People in the sports world call me Coach Joe. I am an entrepreneur. I am an attorney. I'm a teacher, a trainer, a lifestyle coach, but most importantly, I am here today to provide you with some great information in this podcast. We're going to talk about confidence. This is one of those things that comes up quite often in the mental training world. It comes up quite often in our daily life. I get this question asked many times by many different people. We can have this discussion over and over. And here's some of the questions that I get. How does my daughter acquire confidence? So listen to the vocabulary and the words. I kind of gave you specifics as to what people say. Or, why does my daughter lose her confidence? Or, Coach Joe, if only my daughter was more confident, she would be blah, blah, blah. Finish the sentence. So confidence is one of those ingredients everyone wishes they had at the right time and at the same time, blames it for every failure that they encounter. So if you do well, it's because, yes, she was very, very confident. And if you do poorly, it's, well, she wasn't really that confident today. Um, but one must consider where confidence comes from and, and how you can engage in a mindfulness technique of exuding more confidence. Confidence will not always lead to a successful result, but being confident usually provides a mental advantage, definitely when facing an adversary. I have used some of these techniques that I'm going to talk to you about today. Um, I am a trial attorney, so I am the one who goes into court. I've got to try the case. The ceiling's usually 60 feet high. There's 30, 40 people in the room. Everybody's staring at me. So it takes a lot of preparation. There's a lot of high-pressure situations. Most of my practice is in federal court, and um, the pressure is definitely there. So I've used these techniques as a trial attorney. I also use them with student-athletes who are in high-pressure situations, you know, often play in the sport that they love. So let's start our discussion with a quote from a Hall of Fame baseball pitcher that I found, which I thought was outstanding. Tom Seaver, everyone knows Tom Seaver. So he once said, my confidence isn't in my talent, it's in my preparation. My confidence isn't in my talent, it's in my preparation. So although Seaver had a massive amount of talent, we all know, let's look at his statistics. He actually referred to confidence by describing that word and the feeling that so many seek as something that was garnered through his preparation, not necessarily garnered through his talent. I thought it was very interesting, that quote. It wasn't that I'm really, really talented and that's why I am confident. It was, I prepare, I over-prepare, and that then results in me being confident. Watching Seaver on the mound and his display of making battles look foolish, one would say, oh my God, he's so confident. He's a dominant pitcher. But for Siva, like so many others, his confidence came in his preparation for game day. It was rigorous. It was deliberate, methodical. He engaged in this to provide that feeling of being prepared and ready for confidence, uh, ready for competition, not for confidence. What, what I tell my athletes all the time, I have this thing, proper planning prevents poor performance. And it, it may seem simplistic, but it's very important because in the preparation, your mind gets into a point where you kind of exude confidence because you are preparing. So why does an athlete actually lose confidence? Okay. I think 
athletes lose confidence from my experience working with athletes is because they allow thoughts to enter their mind that kind of counters their belief system and their ability to succeed. So something that disrupts your mindset is going to disrupt your feeling. And when it disrupts your feeling, it's going to disrupt the confidence. And uh, disrupting confidence is the most accepting white noise as a fact or experiencing some type of failure. So all of a sudden you accept something that's going on as a fact, and then that disrupts your confidence. And all of a sudden you can see an athlete going from really, really confident to really not confident. We call it sometimes, you know, in the sports world, oh my God, the wheels are coming off the bus. You know, you could see a pitcher on the mound who's dominating a particular game. And then all of a sudden that pitcher is confident, confident doing well. And then boom, what happens? The wheels come off the bus and it could be one little simple thing. So failure in sports comes in different shapes and sizes. We all know that making mental errors, physical errors, not performing the way you anticipated that will cause this, you know, mindset to change, which then all of a sudden goes right to that word confidence. So if an athlete has low confidence, she's definitely going to focus on the negativities, the past failures, and she's going to allow that negative noise to be considered a fact in her mind. Then she keeps focusing on it over and over again, right? That's the typical thing. Like once you start focusing on negative, you can't get it out of your mind. You keep focusing on it. If you keep focusing on it, the cycle continues. What happens? Feel nervous, feel depressed, doubtful, frustrated. And unfortunately, those types of words that I just described is no way to lead to a successful result. I highly doubt you're going to have fun. You're going to perform well with words like nervous, depressed, doubtful, and frustrated. So in order to combat this, Coach Joe came up with a little simple formula to assist you and bring you back on the confidence track. And that's what I want to talk about. So mindset is that starting point for confidence, okay? We talk about mindset all the time. Um, The word is going to be regurgitated over and over and over again. But confidence starts from a belief system. You must first believe in yourself and feel worthy to start the confidence process, Then as you understand that you are worthy and believe in yourself, you build confidence by your preparation. So your preparation enables you to build that confidence. And if you just focus on your preparation and you focus on a culture and a methodology that is reinforced in your mind through your preparation, then over and over again, what happens is you become more confident. I could tell you emphatically as a trial attorney, every time I lost, obviously there's sometimes I didn't have a good case, but every time I was not successful where I had a decent case is because maybe I got lazy. Maybe I didn't read the papers well enough. Maybe I did not prepare. And I could tell you every time that I prepared or overprepared or was ready and I took notes and made sure that I was going to be In a situation where I can address different arguments, what happened was my mind was in a more confident state. So my vocabulary was better. The way I delivered my speech was better. The way I answered questions was better. So I exuded confidence. Now, let me tell you one thing. When you exude confidence, your adversary goes in the opposite direction. So the same way that you can, you know, stand tall and walk the walk and talk the talk and feel confident, be confident because you are mentally prepared, physically prepared, and you know that you did everything to be in that particular situation. 
when the adversary sees that, that adversary, <laughs> you're attacking that adversary's confidence. All of a sudden, that adversary, what I just said a couple of moments before, that adversary starts to feed its mind with negative noise. And here's the negative noise that that adversary gets. Oh, wow. Man, he looks good. Oh, that was a great argument. Oh, that girl, she looks like she's really playing this game. Oh, that guy moves really gracefully. Look at him. Look at him. Stands tall. Looks like he knows what he's doing. Now, that goes in your adversary's mind. So by utilizing that preparation, what happens is your body goes into a direction that it essentially displays a confident athlete and a confident human, a confident person, whether you're in the business world, athletic world, or anything it is that you're doing. So I've studied this confidence and, 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 and I've taught confidence. I've practiced it in my own mind and I've practiced it with players. So I could tell you that the key is in your preparation. Your preparation and performance are the key factors. And Here's a, a good example I can give you, a, an, an exercise. Your confidence comes from essentially two things. Your confidence comes from your preparation, and then it comes from drawing upon a past successful event. So if that negative noise gets in your mind, always go back to number one, was I prepared? Did I prepare? Did I do everything I needed to do in order to be ready? Yes or no? Number two. So if it's yes, you're in a good position. If it's no, you absolutely have to answer number two in the positive. Number two. When was the last time I was in a successful position? And then you draw upon that successful position. So it could be a hit. It could be a touchdown. It could be a lacrosse player, you know, shooting in the corner. Whatever it is. It could be a business person, it could be an attorney, draw upon a prior successful event. We all have had them. Drawing upon that prior successful event will get you back to number one. So if you don't feel that you are totally prepared, but you know you're on a prior successful event, you eliminate that negative noise that's going to come into your mind. And we want to eliminate words like nervous, depressed, doubt, and frustrated because those words are not going to enter your mind if you're drawing upon a prior successful event. You're going to be thinking about that prior successful event, and in that, you're going to feel more confident. And by feeling more confident, you're going to perform a lot better. So make sure that your preparation, okay, is very, very detailed, is very simulated, it's exhausting, it's deliberate, but to the extent that you need to draw on something else, draw on a past event that you were successful in. Okay. I'm going to give you some deliverables to assist with this mindset change and a daily approach of remaining more confident. So number one, talked about this often, your attitude starts with gratitude and acceptance as a privilege that you have the ability to compete at whatever level it is you're competing. So your attitude starts with your gratitude. So making sure that you have a good attitude and making sure that you are grateful to everything around you and you're grateful to the Lord is going to put you in a position that you're going to compete at a better level. Okay, number two, understand that you will succeed and you will fail. Understand that. Accept it now. Accept that you're going to fail. Okay, 
I often quote the UCLA basketball coach John Wooden because I, I just read everything that he has written and, um, and, and watched videos and stuff, and I think he was amazing. Success is never a final, and failure is never fatal. It's the courage and the journey to continue that counts. That's from John Wooden. Success is never final, and failure is never fatal. It's the courage and journey to continue that counts. Number three, proper planning prevents poor performance. If you've ever played for Coach Joe, you will have heard that hundreds of times. Number four, remain positive, present, and focused. Be present. So many times athletes um, talk to me about something that happened yesterday, something that's going to happen tomorrow, something that's going to happen five hours from now. And I try to say to them, hey, let's be present, let's be focused, let's be positive. Okay, so remain positive, remain present, and remain focused. Next, do not accept negative thoughts and feelings as fact, but rather as an opinion. Thank the thought for its opinion and move on. But negative thoughts that come into your mind are not facts. Don't allow them to stick to your mind. Thank them internally. Thank you very much and move on. Next, act as if. Confidence comes from also standing tall, feeling good, smiling, walking, talking around, and remembering that past successful experience. You're remembering that it's going to bring your chest up. It's going to make you feel more confident. It's going to make you look more confident. Okay. And the last one, obviously never quit. Never quit. Always be moving forward. And I think if you understand that you're going to deal with failure, you're going to deal with success, and you utilize some of these exercises that we just talked about, never quit, always be moving forward. I think that you will exercise confidence more often than not. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. Again, go to our Instagram at Coach Joe M. Email me something. I'd love to get some of your emails so that we can answer some of them. Coach Joe Mindset at Gmail. And go to our website, www.pti.coach, where the body meets the mind.